0: Hello, good evening, good morning wherever you are and welcome along to another big match build-up show. And this episode I'm delighted to announce is sponsored by 1 Football and 1 Football's app that uh, makes it easy to keep up with the latest transfer news, scores and stats all in one place. To download the 1 Football app, click the link in the description. So, it has been a very busy week and probably more so than most for us. Hughes sacked on Monday, Hezenhutl hired later on the week and the Tottenham game at Wembley all thrown in on Wednesday as well. So, once this episode is published, I'm well and truly putting my feet up for Friday, uh, but not for too long, I suppose. Early start for us on Saturday as Saints head to South Wales and Cardiff City. So coming up on this week's show then, we join forces with a familiar voice to many and we're sharing this strange sensation of positivity. As for the opposition though, we chat to the view from the Ninian podcast and to find out why the upturn in form for Cardiff City.
1: I think the smile's mainly because uh, I think we were all spending our time practising and saying Hassenhutal, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, look, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on, won't it? I mean, it's obviously a, a name that's come out of left field that I don't think any of us were really talking about when we were thinking about some of the replacements that might come in for, for Mark Hughes.
2: It's a bit cliche, but we relied on team spirit and hard work, and, and I think that's starting to to, to sort of come off now, it was a slow start, like you said. But I think that was it was down to nerves and settling in more than anything. I think it, and none of our players really, or not many, had played at Premier League level before, so I think it was bed in
0: So do stay with us later on in the show for your bite-sized away guide and find out some of the best pubs for the away fans on Saturday. And as usual, this episode is available to download in the card above my head if you're watching on YouTube and available on most audio platforms in the links below the show. So all this being said, then now is time to kick off our match build-up show as Saints head to South Wales to play Cardiff City. So welcome along then to our first half of our big match preview. Saints heading up to South Wales to play Cardiff City. And back on this week's show then, the host of the Total Saints podcast. Ben Stanfield, how are you, mate?
1: Not too bad, Freddie, yeah. A bit uh, another traumatic week in the life of Saints fans, eh? But, uh, yeah, we're, we're all battling through it, eh? And we're battling through with a smile now. I know, hey. Keeps you and me busy, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, more more busy than most, I'd say, probably both of us. But, um, I mean, there's only one place to start, really, on this week's preview. Uh, let's assume when this goes out on Thursday, Friday night, uh, Ralph Hessen, who will we'll be occupying the hot seat. Yeah, smiles on our faces finally. A good smile <laughs> indeed <laughs> after sort of two years of terrible managers. But it's expected two and a half year deal, three year deal, something like that. Uh, I suppose the more we research into this bloke, uh, the more convinced we become, and suddenly everything doesn't look so doomed. I know I think the smiles mainly because uh, I think we were all spending
1: our time practicing saying Hassan who but uh, <laughs> yeah um I, I mean look it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on won't it? I mean it's obviously a a name that's come out of left field that I don't think any of us were really talking about when we were thinking about some of the replacements that might come in for for Mark Hughes but um I think we have to trust the the you know the likes of Ralph Kruger and Ross Wilson on what they've tried to do his record on on paper Freddie absolutely it looks good um you know he's done a good job with Leipzig he took English. That from uh, relegation zone in Bundesliga 2 up to the uh, Bundesliga and kept them up. So, you know, he looks to have um, the, the sort of background of someone that can hopefully push Saints forward. I, I, I guess the only concern that we've all got is that, you know, Pellegrino, Mark Hughes, they failed to get anything out of the same squad of players that he's going to have. So, you, you know, sooner or later, we have to understand, is it the managers? Is it really the players that are the, you know, the issue at Saints? So I guess that's going to be the acid test for him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, let's address the the comments from Mayor. Yashida, i suppose he came out to the daily echo today your good friend uh, adam leach mm. um hello hello if you're listening or watching along adam uh but he, he mentioned that uh, you know that the players have to take some uh some blame for this he feels bad uh because of mark Hughes' sacking and you know the test will be there should should uh, the manager you know fail at, at this project you know the players have to be blamed yeah, I mean,
1: I, I think, you know, the Saints players for a long time have been excellent at talking a good game, haven't they? And I think it's uh, it's been on the pitch where they've really all let us down. So sooner or later, I think they, there needs to come a, a time when they... They need to come together as a group of players and really realise that they are part of the problem here. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, you know, and I think many Saints fans will agree, whatever happens. And I think I said this last season, for me, we need to have a bit of a, you know, an overhaul in the summer that's coming. And whatever league we're in, because there's still no leaders in that team, Freddie. There's still no real superstars. You know, it's just a group of average players, really. And I know Kruger talks about this 25 man squad, but... There's no one in there that I don't think um, any of us really get excited about anymore. And, uh, you know, senior players like Maya coming out and saying that after Mark Hughes is gone, it's, it's one thing. But, you know, why not perform for him while he's at the club? I think you should have said as twenty-five man roster. I think
0: we all giggled yeah, after yeah, that Twenty-five comment. man
1: roster in the locker room. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> but this bloke, you know, Ralph Hassenhutel, uh, First of all, perhaps Saints have pulled a magic trick. His, his name sort of translates to Rabbit Hutch. Yeah, So may, may, maybe they pulled the rabbit out of the hat with this appointment. <laughs> but he, he seems like uh, you know everything we want from a manager: highly exciting, ambitious, inspiring, high energy. You know, a slight variation in the formation which we sort of, sort of hold dear to us for the. Uh, you know the academies but still maintains uh, overlapping wing backs and width from the pitch
1: Absolutely. I mean, we've lacked um, a real game plan, haven't we, under Mark Hughes. I think it's been, uh, I've said quite a lot on the podcast, it's felt like trial and error. He's still trying to work out his best team. He's trying to t- sort of game plan. He's playing four at the back, five at the back. At least this guy seems to have a structure in the way that he wants to work. And um, one thing also that I think a lot of us have been quite frustrated frustrated about sorry is um, match fitness. For me, many of the players don't look fit. And I think it sounds like this guy is probably going to give him a kick up the backside. I wouldn't want to be Charlie Austin going into that first training session, to be honest with you. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so I think that's what that's what they need. I mean, you know, I felt all along that whoever came in would really need to grab some of these players by the, uh, the scruff of the neck and give them a kick up the backside because I think they've got far too relaxed, far too stale. Um, I'm, I'm really hopeful that this guy will be able to, to come in and, uh, you know, get the best
0: out of them both technically, but also in terms of their physicality as well. Yeah, I I think, that you know, the the players themselves got a bit complacent, but, you know, the high pressing energy, the philosophy that Hassan Husserl sort of abides by, that that spells bad news all day long for the likes of Charlie Ossner, the best of time he blows after five minutes. (laughs) It it does, doesn't it? But, uh, you know, that was the key
1: to our success, wasn't it? And that sort of Adkins Pochettino, Uh, you know, I know Kuman had this reputation for playing a high press. I don't think that was as much the case as it was maybe under Pochettino. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what we've made, has made us successful in the Premier League, has it that pressing game and you know Saints aren't a team that can afford to let you, you know teams come at them and sit back because they get carved apart so the more they can get on the front foot get in players' uh, faces you know get them making mistakes
0: that's only going to work better for us in my opinion Yeah and, and everything like you just said you know everything we, we research into you know I'm starting to feel goosebumps uh, about this sort of manager it's everything that we want from a, from a coach you know the, the, the last sort of three appointments have been totally uninspiring but mm-hmm. it feels like we've got the feel good factor back
1: it, it does doesn't it I mean you, you, you know you, you and I are obviously recording pre Cardiff, so you know who, who knows what will happen <laughs> down at Cardiff the wheels might come off straight away but I think um, I think that's it you know we and Adam's been very keen to say this all along you know Saints if they weren't going to go down the route of just someone to firefight it needed to be a long-term replacement I think the Telegraph have reported today that whatever happens to Saints this season you know he will stay in the job so you, you, you need a manager coming in that's got that long-term plan that can start to build a squad a, a team look at the academy bring players through so so, you know that's been part of our problem We're chopping and changing managers left right and centre there's no stability um, you know we really do need someone now that I think can drive us forward two three years and I think for him it's a good opportunity isn't it you know Saints are a stepping stone they always will be it gives him a chance to come in and prove himself in the Premier League if he does he's probably going to get a better job out of it that hopefully will only do um, you know us good in terms of
0: him trying to prove his worth as well yeah I hope so and, and you know like you just said we need stability and I think the most important thing for us as fans is we need to be patient with this New coach, and you know, yeah. let, let, let's say Cardiff will be a, his, his first real test, and you know, let's assume that his his, his first day is Thursday, but they're only going to be back on recovery, so is anybody going to have Friday mm. back to train uh, and, mm. and install some of his ideas, and of course, there's a fear factor to say that he's unknown to the Premier League, but yeah. look how Pochettino and Kuman turned out.
1: Exactly. I mean, we're, we're looking for the bounce effect initially, aren't we? We're looking for him coming in, giving the players a lift, hopefully them going out and thinking, you know, I need to impress this guy. That's what we're looking at really for Cardiff, I think. And then he'll get a chance to actually work with them, do some stuff on the training ground next week. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're right about the feel-good factor, Freddie. I think fans, you know, lots of us have been frustrated, I think, in the terraces. You know, we're quick to boo, take a while to cheer, don't we? So we probably need to play our part as well in getting behind the lads again and, and almost drawing the, the line under this and saying, right, you know, the only way this club can move forward the players pulling in the right direction the board the manager us as fans as well we're not going to do it if we keep picking at each other so it, you know hopefully it'll be a,
0: a page that we can all turn over and you know move forward positively I'm genuinely looking forward to this weekend actually you know mm. there's going to be a sold out support a lot of a, a, a new a new ground to many up in Cardiff all making the trip to to South Wales but you know more so as well we could see some players return from the abyss we've seen Ariel Romero sort of uh uh you know uh banished to the under 23s recently we could even see some of our younger players actually be given a chance we could see Sims back in the squad Gallagher uh, Heskiff Moore
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the problem. Um, you know, Mark, Hughes seemed to alienate players quite quickly, didn't he? He, um, you look at the players from the summer that we signed, you know, lots of them aren't even regular established players now. Bednar X disappeared, Romeos disappeared, players like that. So, you, you know, it, it, it's, it's always a cliche, isn't it? But when a, a new manager comes in, it does give everyone a, a fresh start. I mean, maybe Fraser Forster probably won't get a start because there's about five keepers in front of him. But uh, I think everyone else, you know, it, it's a chance for them to prove themselves and think, right, you know, I want to be part of this guys squad and again that hopefully can only benefit us as a team because if we have got 25 players that are pushing for a starting position then you, you know you got to think that they're going to be
0: performing well to do that yeah i think credit has to be said to the board as well you know we've been quick to criticize over the last few months few years how badly it's gone wrong so credit to them to say that the situation they've dealt with this situation before it'll get Got out of hand, and you could say, you know, Mark Hughes might have bought himself a bit of time after a two-two draw with Man United last weekend. But you know, should should he have lost the card, if we would have been rock bottom yeah and uh, you know I think it's clear to all of us that this decision
1: wasn't made um, after or during the Manchester United game I think Fulham was probably the last straw I think they've since then reached out to, to you know individuals to try and see who would be available clearly they weren't going to sack him until they had someone 95% of the way down the, the road but I think you know the club from from what I've heard have been keen to, to show that they're being proactive you know they're not just going to let him go on a run of another run of three four games that they lose and then say right you know we're bottom let's get, get rid of him I think whatever happens. against Manchester United I think the the view was they were going to get rid of him bring someone in and say look you know we're trying to move forward we're not happy with the way things are we drew with Manchester United but we'd already made our mind up so I agree with you let's give them a chance I think They've, they've got rid of Les Reed, you know, they've got rid of um, Martin Hunter. They're clearly trying to make some changes. And, and again, it goes back to what I said. We need to get behind them, I think, as a fan base and
0: all pull in the same direction. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also this weekend, a win at the weekend, not only would give us smiles back in our face and actually try to, to look forward to some football games, you know, uh, the the next week with Arsenal at home, but, you know, a chance to springboard our season. But what, what do you expect for Cardiff this week? They, they, yeah. they could also be looking at this game, you know, it's a winnable game for them too.
1: Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt, and that they will do that. Um, you know, Southampton at home is is one that they would have thought probably before the season started that they should be looking to win if they want to stay up. I watched them against Wolves the other day. Um, you, you know, they're a committed side. They're a passionate side. You know, they probably represent their manager, who's a bit of a. I don't personally like him, but he's a bit of a fiery character, isn't he? And you know, I, I think they will be up for the game, but. The, the pressure's all on them, isn't it? I mean, it's a home game for them. You know, they're, they're heading in the right direction. They probably, the the fans will expect them to beat Saints. For me, you know, that, that plays into Saints' hands. They can go down there. We know Saints have got a lot of pace on the counter attack with the likes of Nathan Redmond and players like that. So, you know, the more that they push forward card, if you hope that that will open up uh, opportunities for, for Saints, I think we're expecting Danny Ings to be back as well, which will be a boost. So um, I don't think it will be an easy test, Freddie, but, um, you know, it's absolutely a
0: game that I think could go either way, really. Yeah, and I think, you know, based on their performances as well, very spirited squad and, and three mm. times their season, they've won the games from behind. And, and guess what? Saints can't keep a lead. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully that script hasn't been written. So it's, an, it's a new book to write. But uh, well, what are your score predictions then for the weekend?
1: Yeah, so on the podcast, um, this was prior to Mark Hughes being sacked. I went for for Tool, Freddie. Um, I think, you know, it's as you said, it's going to be hard for... Uh, Hassan told to uh, to make his impact I think in 24 hours so I'm going to go for Toul but you know I'm probably edging towards Saints having a, a better chance now than they might have under Mark Hughes all right positivity and that and you don't get too much from your podcast either <laughs> I yeah I mean Adam, Adam calls me pessimistic I try to be realistic I, I think generally these days I've been working on reverse psychology hoping that sooner or later I'll keep saying that they'll lose and eventually they'll win so you never know all right great stuff then just remind everybody where we where we can catch up with you Sure, yeah. So we're on Twitter at Total Saints Pod. You can find us on SoundCloud looking for uh, um, Total Saints Podcast as well
0: and uh, on iTunes as well, Freddie. Great stuff. Really good to speak to you, Ben. Speak to you next time. Take care. Once again, a massive thanks to Ben from the Total Saints podcast. Do subscribe to their show uh, and head back after weekend for their weekend review. But do also check out their latest episode of their manager special as they uh, find out more about Ralph Hasenhutl. On now to your bite-sized away guide, though. If you're heading up on the train, it will be cosy on three coaches all the way to Cardiff from Southampton, but luckily, once you arrive in Cardiff Central, there are no ends to pubs to grab your grub for matchday, for your breakfast. And in particular, there are two weather spoons just by the train station. What a better way to start. Match day. Be aware, though, Cardiff City Centre is about a half an hour walk to the football ground. It might be uh, best to jump on the quick train uh, from Central to Ninian Park before the match, which serves Cardiff City Stadium. If you are looking a little bit out of the uh, City Centre, then I hear that the Pond Canna Inn by the cricket centre, about 20 minutes walk from the uh, football ground, it accepts away fans and only charges... £5 to park. So there you have it then. Cardiff will be a new ground to most. Let's make the most of it. But now it's time to speak to our opposition as we speak to The View from the Ninian podcast. So welcome along to our second half then of our big match build-up show. And doesn't get any bigger than this this weekend. A six-pointer as Saints travel to the Cardiff City Stadium, South Wales play Cardiff City so we've got an opposition outlook on the uh, on the call this week uh, uh our first time this season we're speaking to a Cardiff fan and it's Scott from the uh from the view from the Ninian podcast we cut that out <laughs> in the end mate hi how are you yeah not too bad how are you feeling
2: yes good good excited uh excited obviously Cardiff for playing tonight but um also excited for for the game on the weekend
0: Excellent. I mean, you know, last few weeks, Cardiff really starting to upturn some form, really starting to pull up some roots and actually starting to hit hit some momentum. I mean, talk us through your campaign so far. It was really slow to start though, wasn't it?
2: It was. I mean, it's difficult because I think so many people, um, other fans and and pundits and um, other sort of managers wrote Cardiff off really early in the season. Um, You know, a lot like Chris Sutton before a ball had even been kicked. Um, I think within Cardiff, we we were quietly confident. And I think that came from obviously last season. No one expected us to be even close to the playoffs. Let alone um, push walls and get sort of second for automatic promotion. So I think we, as fans, had faith in, in Warnock and and the players as well. And we knew, look, we knew that we we would struggle in terms of we don't have the quality that you know any other side has really, and you know we don't have the budget. I think our budget is a quarter of the size of Huddersfield, who are the next uh, lowest budget. It going to be difficult, but it's a bit cliche, but we've relied on the team spirit and hard work, and and I think that's starting to, to to sort of come off now. It was a slow start, like you said, but I think that was it was down to nerves and settling in more than anything. I think it, and none of our players really, or not many, had played at Premier League level before, so I think it was bedding in, and now we've settled a bit. We're starting to to prove that we can be competitive.
0: Yeah, really, really a couple of words you have just taken off the tip of my tongue. Really, um, you know, much reported uh, a championship quality side, uh, quote unquote. Uh, and you know, and like you just said, very spirited side. Sort of seeing you through over the last few weeks, and you're really starting to build some momentum now, aren't you? We are,
2: yeah. And you know, I think it's all it's hard work. Is a lot of it, but we do have flashes of quality, and the last few games have shown that. And um, the promising signs early on. You know, we we gave Arsenal a really good game. Um, I think it was three-two. We lost in the end, or four-three, something like that. Um, and he, we easily deserved the point. We deserved the point away at Spurs. And You know, everyone's gone on about Wolves and Fulham, as particularly Wolves as you know the best promoted side possibly the Premier League has ever seen. And we've beaten both of them already this season. So, you know, we're building momentum, and, it, and it's looking promising.
0: I mean, it's, Wolves aren't the only promoted side you've beaten this season as well. Though you've also beaten your other promotion rivals, Fulham. Um, earlier this season as well, yeah. and you know, let's talk about the manager first of all. It's is hot uh, a hot subject for us, particularly at the moment. You know, <laughs> uh, Neil Warnock outlasting obviously Mark Hughes and Slavisa Jokanovic from uh, from Fulham, and yeah. you know, Cardiff one of the hot favourites for relegation, and you, you you know, of course, sticking with with Neil Warnock.
2: Yeah, I think to be honest, with you, I think it's it's about a lot more than than football with Warnock. the The club was in an absolute mess when he took over. um and he's managed up as as well as he has managed down. And I think even if even if we were bottom of the table with zero points, I do not think any fans would call for Warnock's head and I don't think they'd get rid of him either. Um, and if we do get promoted, relegated, sorry, there's no one better to, um, to get us promoted again.
0: I mean, you, you, perhaps you've got the fear facts about Obviously, Neil Warnock turning 70 um, last weekend. Perhaps yeah. he hasn't got many more years left in him before he looks at retirement
2: yeah i mean you think he's already retired twice isn't he something <laughs> like that yeah so it'll be interesting to see what um when the club do start to build for the future um i think a lot of cardiff fans myself included think craig bellamy should be the next cardiff manager um he's our under 18s under 21s manager at the moment um obviously went for the wales job and came close so i think he'd be the the next uh, the next manager so it'll be interested to see how um how they plan to sort of bed him in or, or you know plan for the future without Warnock
0: so so three wins on your belt this season though, about nine points on the board no draws uh, the rest of them losses uh, but all three wins uh, in the Premier League you know like going back to you like you just said the fighting spirit amongst the squad and all of those games you've come from behind to win these games you know beating Fulham Brighton and Wolves like you said
2: yeah yeah and yeah, you know that's we saw that all last season and it's testament to Warnock and the character that he's sort of installed in the squad, um, that they they don't give up, um, and I think we've we've deserved the wins in all of those games. So um, if we can sort out you know our defensive problems, which you know they have have been evident, then we can definitely um, you know beat a few teams and, and hopefully not have to come from behind. Uh,
0: perhaps some people are writing about Championship quality players, but a player in particular. You know, if you're watching a match today on Saturday night or Sunday night, uh, one player in particular with a cracking goal coming out from the edge of the box, Junior Hoylet picks up man of the match uh, sorry, match of the day's uh, goal of the month. Uh, but are there any other sort of key players we need to look out for at the weekend?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting with Hoylet because he's actually been pretty poor this season. Um, he's one of our best players last year and he's really struggled to, to adapt. So I think he really needed that goal on Saturday. I um, saw he's in the starting line-up again tonight against West Ham. So it will be interesting to see how he does there and going into... Southampton game um look, we've got bits of quality I think Josh Murphy in particular is really impressed um going forward and he's probably our most dangerous player um Callum Patterson's converted from signed as a right back played as a midfielder last year and is now at front and he scored a couple of goals um but he's a big you know physical throws himself around because he saw the the first goal with Aaron Gunnison um, it was Callum Patterson's work and challenging. The goalkeeper, some say unfairly, but I think it was uh, perfectly fair, but I might be biased. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I think he'll certainly, um, you know, give I mean, defenders a good game. And, you know, I'm not sure uh, your your defensive record isn't great this year. It's been to see how they handle his physical threat.
0: Yeah, I think that's perhaps our weakness that, um, you know, our, our defenders have had this season. The two too weak on the ball, too weak to be, you know, sort of pushed off, muscled out. Prime example at the weekend, Rashford bouncing Yoshida off his shoulder as well. But, you know, you could say this weekend, one of the early six-pointer games, you know, so close at the bottom as well, only a few points separating where you are sort of 16th at the moment down to us sort of, uh, you know, just uh, third from bottom Let's uh, time of recording before the, uh, the midweek games, of course, you're playing at West Ham. But, yep. I mean, sh- should you win on, um, you know, Saturday... It would stretch your uh, your lead away from the bottom, I suppose. But uh, should we win, you know, we close the gap, we leapfrog you. It's so close. But what's your outlook for the weekend or the season? Should you receive the worst?
2: I think you know every game's a must-win at this level, and particularly um, no disrespect to Southampton, but it, it's a team that we'll be looking at, particularly with the current state that you're in, and the that we should be should be winning, especially at, at home. Um, I think we'll be all right. I said we finished just outside the relegation zone at the start of the season. and I still stand by that. Um, so yeah, it'll be be interesting. It'll be a fiery atmosphere, and, and I'm sure the players will be up for it.
0: And there's going to be a big Saints following as well. And expect to see a brand new manager in the in the dugout. Is, is there some sort of fear? You know, perhaps if Mark Hughes was coming to town, you'd maybe have thought a bit of a, a bit more of an advantage.
2: Yeah, definitely. I wish Sparky was still in charge. Uh, you've had a bit of a, a bit of a shocker this year, haven't you? But. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's always the the new manager bounce, and um, so it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, we'll we'll only have a couple of days with with your team, so it will be interesting to see how um, how quickly he can can adapt to his style, and obviously he's quite an attacking manager, isn't he? So it'll be interesting to see whether they can have that impact, and or whether it'll be be a bit of a uh, a wake up call for for him, and you know, Warnock's obviously physical style and long ball, and, and that might oh. be a bit of a early wake-up call for him on his first game. Mm,
0: all right, so uh, all that being said then, Scott, uh, let's have your score prediction. Uh, I think it would be 2-0 Cardiff. Oh, crikey. <laughs> not uh, not a terrific start for Hassan Huttall, uh, but just tell everybody where we can find you before we sign off.
2: Yeah, so we're, um, we're at viewfromthenunion.com um, and we're also on Twitter at VFTNunion.com
0: Alright, and uh, if people want to listen to, to your podcast, you're on there as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah, all the all the popular apps, as we like to say. Excellent stuff, and big thanks for joining us, and we'll catch up the weekend, mate. Perfect, thank you, mate. And thank you very much then to Scott from the View from the Ninian podcast, the Cardiff City show. Do head over to their page where you can also check out my match day thoughts on their preview show. But well, that does wrap up this week's match build-up episode. Uh, do let us know what you th- how you think Saints will get on in South Wales at Cardiff City. Can we capture the new manager bounce with Ralph hazen Thank you very much for watching, for listening along. We'll see you in Cardiff. Come on, you Saints.